0: Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon, three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become Fundamentally Drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Joining us today here at Augusta National for the Masters, atop the leaderboard at 25 over, we have TD, touchdown, Tom Dahlman. I'm not sure why he goes by touchdown. He doesn't even know anything about football. In second place, we have Everett Lees at 30 over. We're not even sure how he made it on the leaderboard. He can't even play golf. Before we take you over to the 18th green, we want to alert you to some technical difficulties. We can't seem to get our recorded bird track to play, and also the crowd's oohs and ahs will not be working so we're going to need you to do that at home for us today over to you johnny (laughs) good day everyone good day it's golf and golf and football and sports part two (laughs) how was that tom was that pretty good for augusta national
1: it was. I don't think I think you should quit your job and go work for the golf network. <laughs> the,
0: the Oddly enough, I have worked for a company called the Golf Network. <laughs> really? I have. Yes. that's pretty funny when you finally said it that way. I have. There was a uh, software company I used to work for called the Golf Network, so yes,
1: <clears throat> it, we renamed it to the Goof Network.: <laughs> Okay, I'm so. feeling very I want you guys to know first of all in the audience that I was very late this morning (laughs) Justin and Everett are seething with anger at me (laughs) and I also want you to know that by them beginning with um, making fun of golf then I'm just beginning completely defensive my (laughs) tackles are up and we'll see what happens in this episode
0: (laughs) he's on tilt watch out he's on tilt oh gosh we love you, Tom. We love you, buddy. Okay, so last episode um, we started to talk on. Um, it kind of began with, um, "Does God care who wins the Super Bowl?" And uh, it went from there. And we and pulled. We jumped around as as we typically do. <laughs> if you're listen, uh, a continual listener, you know that. Um, uh, but there were some things that I pulled out of it that uh, we want to expand on today. So. Um, We'll jump right into it. So Doug Peterson, who I I almost think I failed to mention that he was the Eagles, uh, Philadelphia Eagles football coach. Um, And back to his, he thanked God for the opportunity um, to play in in the uh, Super Bowl, I guess it was. But Everett uh, mentioned that uh, his professor in seminary, who did not like the word, um, the use of the word opportunity. Uh, since it leads to think that one person was given an opportunity and another one was not, so um, but I mean, isn't the idea where we're at in life? Um, we we basically do you know what we do with what we're given as Christians, no matter what. And so let's expand on that. I mean, it, what is what is. There anything wrong with with uh, what he said? Because I mean, hey, he's a football coach. That's what he did, and uh, that's where he's at. So he's going to use it for that. Um, thoughts on that,
1: Everett?
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, I I I don't think that um, there's anything wrong with thanking God for the opportunity. I I was trying to highlight just this no, you know, there's a there, there can be a danger. In which we think like God has, you know, preordained, you know, uh, a certain team going uh, the distance, uh, a certain team to win. Um, I think that if you look at it within Scripture, and and and, and frankly, I mean, if you look at, you know, there, Scripture to some degree, sort of testifies to to that thought. I think the broader kind of um, approach to Scripture is is that. Um, we are um, where we are. And in the midst of, of our life, we're supposed to honor God and give glory to God, you know, no matter what we're doing. So even if you're a Cleveland Browns fan,
0: (laughs) glory to God. (laughs) Oh, who will draft another quarterback and who will not be good. (laughs) Tom, the Cleveland Browns are never any good. Sorry, Cleveland Brown fans. Um, Yeah, you know, so that's the idea is like, are you, so with where you end up at, I mean, you're not cursed for that, right? You can't be judged for where you're at in that regard. Now, there's an asterisk on football that we'll get into a little bit later about injuries and and, and people being used, but... Uh, no matter what we are, I mean, we can't be judged for that where we are. If we have money, if we don't have money, if wherever you're at, I mean, that's where you are. Um, isn't that something like, anyway. Um, so we do, and, and it reminds me, um, I think, and Tom alluded to this. I, you know what, I don't know if this was the last episode or another, but uh, wherever we're called to live or where we're at in life, then we live with virtue and honor, right? Is that what something you said, Tom, in the in a previous episode or something? Yes, I did say that in the last episode. Was it okay? Okay. All right. So, so expand on that, if you will, um, and and, and w- it, with regards to football or golf, um, do you do anything different? Do you hold yourself differently because you're in the spotlight or anything like that? Do you foresee that, or it it's just is what it is? And the Eagles guys
1: it, did the right thing. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to ask some questions that I wish somebody could explain to me. I'm just going to ask them as if I'm in the listening audience, and I want Everett and Justin to explain them to me. Okay? Now
0: Tom takes over. He's over at the 18th Green. He's going to fill us in on what's going on. It's an 80-foot putt. Tom, take it away.
1: Do you find Everett? Can you explain to me, Everett, as a red-blooded Oklahoman who... (laughs) Eats meat and, you know, I'm sure has voted for a Republican in a national campaign. (laughs) Can you explain to me, Everett and Justin, why a father who has gone to church their whole life, they say, I want my kid to play football. And I ask them, why do you want your kid to play football? Setting aside possible... Injury for the rest of their life, broken neck, being paralyzed. And they answer, because I want them to have pride. I want to teach them to have pride. But all through the scriptures, I read that pride, and all Uh through the tradition and the church, pride is a bad thing. So why, guys, do I want my kid to have pride?
0: That's, I, the, the pride thing's new to me. I don't know where that comes from. Um, So I I don't, that hasn't never been in any of the discussions I've had or what I've had with my father when I went to play football. I played football because it's what we did.
1: (laughs) It's what you do. And I'm not, I'm not really picking on football. Right, right, right. But anything. Any sport. Yeah. I've heard that so many times. I want my kid to have pride. Huh. Yeah. And this is related to your question about virtue. Sure.
0: Okay, um, so the idea behind why um, sports, if you will um, was what it teaches you and pr- pride um, you know see that's an interesting thing because I, it, in my head we have a um, where we live we have a uh, uh, a, a, ah, a band called Broken Arrow Pride <laughs> and it just made me thinking about that. But it's not a thing that, uh, as you said, pride, um, I, I see it in two different lights. I see it the way you're speaking about in Scripture, and I see it in a way of being, um, well, I guess I'd probably say the same thing, uh, proud of your accomplishments. But in what I was always told is I played in team sports. And team sports was being a part of a team and being working together to accomplish a goal and what that taught you in life and the life lessons you carry away from that are very communal community based. Um, And so, I mean, I was always raised to think that sports is preparing me for life. There's going to be ups and downs. You're working with other people if everyone doesn't do their part, you know, blah, 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 blah. And injuries. Was not even on the radar. Not that you focused on that, but that's what I was, that's what I recall being raised with. That and an expectation of like, go out and make me proud, (laughs) you know, make dad proud. (laughs) Right. So, and that's part of the, and that's actually part of the curse of it is um, parents, um, you know what? I feel terrible saying this because I've done it before too, but parents living vicariously through the kids um, on the, on the, uh,
1: whatever, fields. Have you heard that, Everett?
2: Um, I I've never heard that. I want my kid to feel pride. I, I have, you know, like what Justin just said, like go out there and make me proud. Um, and you know, I mean, I mean, to the larger point, I mean, I, I, I echo much of what ta- um, what Justin just said, which is that I think that you know, sports, team sports in particular, uh, teach you how to work together. They teach you, um, you know, dedication, um, you know, sticking to something. Mm. Uh, and uh, in, in that regards, I think that it can be um, uh, a positive thing. It's, right. um, it's, it, it's when winning becomes the most important thing. So So if we go around and we talk about, you know, here's all the benefits of sports, which I think are all true. Get good physical education. You build community. You make friends,
1: which uh, I agree with everything that you're saying about learning to feed then, teamwork. All stuff.
2: Well, we've got to win, right? Uh, you know, and, I, and and I feel like I've, I've I said this on a previous podcast, but you know, my oldest daughter plays soccer, and um, what well, at one one game, I mean, there was a team like you know she's seven, and there's a team that's like intentionally cheating, and I'm sitting there going. You know I want to go over to the coach and go, you're teaching your kids at seven years old that winning is so important that they should cheat in order to win at soccer like how like how is that beneficial in any way um and so I think that our our focus upon the most important thing about sports is winning is not a healthy thing. Mm, I think the other thing about sports are 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 hugely beneficial,
1: right.
0: That's good right. man that's that's really good um the so, uh, the, go ahead, Justin. Uh, the well uh, win at all cost you know that's the kind of like what are we going to do win what are we going to do win kind of thing you know and there's i mean there's kid movies that you always got the you know the bad news bears and the team that's going to you know win 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 for no for you know all purposes or something oh. like that and of course then you have the classic sandlot <laughs> but oh, yeah. um, the other one was um, so the win-at-all-cost mentality um, sets a very negative connotation to um, the kids' sports especially. But then within the kids' realm, too, is we have money. Um, and, and I don't want to get too far away from picking apart kids' sports. And and, and I, I apologize. It's not my, uh, as I said, there are many good benefits. But I was speaking with someone at lunch yesterday, and he said they go to a a. a, a basketball tournament tournament somewhere and this is nine 10 year old 11 12 year old girls and the adult tickets to get in the door were 25 dollars a person wait for it per game (laughs) that's not someone's making money off of that off of kids sports they're profiting and it's like what so well it's uh,
2: it's a it's a huge it kids sports is a huge industry um and you have, you know, like back back in my day, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you had sort of the YMCA league that you that you played in. You had the volunteer coaches, and yeah, you might go to, you know, like a, you know, I, we go to Chandler or Wellstone, we play a game. Um, now the thing is, is well, we're you know, we're going to Dallas and we're going to Kansas City right. and we're going right. to D- Denver, and 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 the amount of money that some parents have to put down. Um, in order for their kid to participate is, is is mind-boggling.
0: It makes me nervous talking about this because I have friends who who travel and with sports a lot um, in this regard. And, and um, you know, at the same time, I look at them and I think, you know, um, like, I want to go to the coffee shop and hang out and read and do these things on the weekend. It's like, they're driving to Dallas with their kid. <laughs> they're parenting better than I am, you know, kind of thing. It's like, You know, they're focused on this, but, um, but so maybe that's another discussion, but to bring this back to virtue and honor, um, I mean, I think everyone involved needs to seek, I hope, I hope they seek that, you know, core value of what team sports does. And it's not about the mighty dollar, which kind of, you know, can end up where anything is always about that and, or, or winning at all costs. I mean, Man, it would be so good for so many of us to freaking lose here and now <laughs> because yes. we can learn something from it. And in that failure we find, you know, in that death we find resurrection and, and so on. So
1: Okay. Can I say
0: something?
1: Go, dude. Um <laughs> your host today. <laughs> no. So I agree with everything you said. I don't want to make this all about sports, although that's the theme of the I was the just saying, ep- It's topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is, tr- that is true. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read to you a C.S. Lewis quote on right. pride. This is from Mere Christianity. Oh, it's a good one. This yes. is from the chapter The Great Sin of Pride. Hmm. And it's just called The Great Sin, but it's about pride. And here's what he says. Now what you want to get clear is that pride is essentially competitive it is competitive by its very nature while the other vices are competitive only so to speak by accident pride gets no pleasure out of having something only out of having more of it than the next man we say that people are proud of being rich or clever or good looking but they are not they are proud of being richer Or clever or better looking than others if everyone else became equally rich or clever or good-looking there would be nothing to be proud about it is the comparison that makes you proud the pleasure of being above the rest once the element of competition is gone pride has gone that is why I say pride is essentially competitive in a way that other vices are not Mm. so it seems to me he's attacking like the very root of what we say we learn in sports, which is um, it's a competitive thing. It gives you self worth. It a lot of the arguments we appeal to seem to me to be rooted in pride, and and pride could could be a word that has changed meaning over time. Yeah, Maybe right. a better word is right. ego. Maybe that's what. Uh, the scripture means when we say when the scripture says pride, maybe in our language today, ego is better, but you get my point, right? Yep. So he's saying that the greatest, the great sin of pride is rooted in a competitive nature, which we could talk about that for five episodes.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt us.
1: Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> right. Well,
2: and, and, and I, I, I Tom, I really appreciate you bringing that quote up because I think uh, a C.S. Lewis can do is just um, crystallize much of my thoughts. Um, uh, I wish I was, just even I wish I was as brilliant as he. <laughs> like I, he, he should be proud of how brilliant he is. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, I it's see really... what you did there. I see what. You... Uh, <laughs> it's it's really sort of the comparison notion of. Um, sports where our determination is based upon uh, whether wh- you know whether we win or, or whether we lose, and I you know this was one of my jerkier moments, but um, <laughs> uh, an Oklahoma State fan, um, University of Oklahoma fan, uh, asked me if I thought that OSU was going to win Bedlam football, and my 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 jerk response was to say. Well, considering that they've won only about once every fifteen years, uh, I don't think this is their year to do it. <laughs> That's a statistic, and, right? Just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just stating facts, <laughs> right? I mean, but I mean, I mean, but you know, rather than actually engage in the conversation, I became a jerk at this like notion of, well, who do you think you are, like. <laughs> you know your little brother you're not you're you know you're you're not the same league um
0: so you said you're saying you were prideful
2: i was prideful and you know in, in a way that is just i mean a, a jerk i mean there was not that's why like this idea of that that being a vice like my pride in some ways is built upon that i'm that that i feel better than somebody who roots for another team. It, and I and I just yeah. I, and I I really after that event just really disliked
0: what I had done. The um, Oh, I'm right there with you, man.
1: I I yes. So, <laughs> thanks for sharing so that it, because is CS Lewis's point that he's he's saying the root of pride is being competitive and comparison maybe is better a better way to say it. But isn't that the root of some of our team sports? I, You know, I feel like, I mean, the answer is yes, Tom,
0: but it's also not that easy, right? Because at the root of this is, um, well, no, sorry. One piece of this is, is really, I mean, um, coming together to, to achieve a goal. Um, Yes, you you are going to play against others. That is correct. But, I mean, this goes in just directly into what we're saying about, um, but is it not where you're at in life and how you handle it that makes it all? Because you can't apologize for being, um, I mean... Hopefully assuming you went the right way, you can't you don't apologize for being Doug Peterson. You don't apologize for being Tom Brady. You don't apologize for being chi Chi or tight So let's say these people Well, and,
2: and 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 unless you're talking about having the footballs deflated so you yes, can yes, grow yes, better. Yes.
0: yes. Then you, you might Thank apologize you, for being Tom Brady. I was about to say, unless you have reason <laughs> that you are in this position of cheating in negative ways, but you don't apologize for where you're at. So um this brings that um there's a there's a hymn uh, and it's i sing a song of the saints of god uh that we sing and it and in it it talks about and one was a doctor and one was a you know that's all i remember <laughs> sorry i'm sure you guys remember it more was it one was a doctor one was a soldier one was a queen right and it talks about everyone in whatever that wherever they are in life and with that, they are honoring and praising God, and, 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 um, and that's where the virtue and honor can come in. And the, the, the uh, thing to <clears throat> deflate <laughs> pride, I think, the tool that we use as Christians, is giving all honor and praise to God. That takes it away from being our pride and giving it to him to honor him and praise him through all we do in our lives, which is exactly what Doug Peterson did in his Super Bowl speech. You can't hate, I don't think, Doug Peterson for where he's at. Um, Now, he's part of a system that we may not agree with and things like that, but that's looking at it further down the road. But that's my thought is when all honor and glory is turned over, then it's not we we don't sit with the sin of pride it is something we're doing in honor of God okay i think i said that like 5 times but yeah <laughs> right
2: so so i but i don't think i don't think competition in and of itself is is bad or or wrong um it's 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 when your self worth through co- is determined through competition by beating you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's good. I, I think there's, that's good. I think there's a transition. I mean, I think competition, I think compi- it's fun. Um, I think competition teaches you things about, about yourself, about life, about, um, you know, um, staying committed, perseverance. Right. Tom, I, I have a question
0: it, for you. Um, sorry, Everett, go ahead. Yo, go go ahead. No, you finish. So my question for you is in new creation, life after life, after death, right? Um, <laughs> in, in, Will there, you know, in the kingdom of God, when it is, whatever you want to refer to it as, are there
1: sports there, here? Well, clearly there will be golf. <laughs> there it is. I'm kidding. There it <laughs> is. There it is. There's that's there's what, there's what I've been, been waiting for. Masters. You just got to turn enough that.
0: stones over and the truth no. comes out.
1: <laughs> I, I just said that because I knew that's what you're I fishing know, for. I
0: know, I uh, know. Now you're going to give us a five-minute lecture of why Why golf is holy.
1: (laughs) So I could do that. But so the root of back to your original question the root of the virtues, the classic idea of the virtues, which I think um, is very Christian. And we should do an episode, another episode about that based on what we were talking about yesterday. But um, I think that. The root of the virtues is an appeal or a desire to find the common good. And it seems like competition is, at least an unhealthy view of competition, could be in direct conflict with the idea of the common good. Used in
0: the incorrect manner. Is yeah. What I'd add so, to that. Because I, I just I just see someone getting injured on the field and you walk by them and kick them while they're down, right? Or you walk over and you help them up and you check on them and you get them water, whatever it is. That's the kind of because in that you can use it. You know, go ahead.
1: Or just to say that, um, to say that doing you're winning. It's it's about winning and it's about. You could right. teach your kids to play sports in a way that is for the common good. I'm I'm not saying that at all. Sports are kind of neutral here. The problem is what have we taught about it, taught them about it, and what is the culture that we've developed around different yes. sports? Right.
2: Well, so let's let's translate this out of sports into say, you know, world events or, or personal events. So good. A few years ago we sold our house. And, um, you know, the buyer had offered, you know, sort of like a thousand dollars less than when I said, this is my lowest amount. And I was just, you know, <laughs> indignant and all this. And, uh, you know, finally my realtor, God bless her, um, said, like, how, how, like, are you willing to walk away from a sale right. for a thousand dollars? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but my, but my desire to win. Mm. Was driving something that that I would have made a bad decision, or we can look at it within world affairs, and how sometimes like pride, like 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 country pride, can um, cause us to make bad decisions, you know, in order to to win. Um. So a lot of times, what we're what we're playing for on the world diplomatic stage isn't what is best for the world, best for peace, best for. Um, humans, it's
1: who's going to win and who's going to lose. Right. So, can I tell you guys the story? Please. Please do. Let me get some popcorn. Because I know we're running out of time and I want us to end on a really positive note. (laughs) So, back to Justin's speech about the holiness of golf. So, when I was Mm. a kid... (laughs) I heard about Byron Nelson. Hmm. He was an elder in the denomination of my youth. He grew up in that church and stayed in it till he died. So Byron Nelson was the, I think he's ranked seventh greatest golfer of all time. In 1945, he won 18 tournaments, uh, 11 in a row, which is a record that will never be beaten so at least in 1945 if you look at that year he's probably the greatest golfer you know whoever lived but baron nelson refused to be in a tournament or play in a tournament that would not say that he could have his start time on sunday be after church had let out huh. and and if he uh missed the you know didn't get high enough in the pecking order so that he uh wouldn't have to miss church he would drop out of the tournament because golf you the winners start later in the day and the losers start earlier in the day and if he didn't do well enough right and some people joke that that's why he won so many tournaments because <laughs> he didn't he didn't want to miss church but i think the cool thing about golf it's not it's some and it's that culture is changing maybe but in the golf that i grew up with i was always taught i'm not competing against the other player i'm competing against myself and the course and it's about you know trying to find quiet that negative voice and and just picture the right shot it's kind of a meditative act and i think you could teach that in team sports as well. that This is, you know, we could find healthier ways, or harmful ways. You could teach golf in stupid ways. You could teach soccer or football in stupid ways. And I just think we need to hold up. Um, and the thing about Byron Nelson is, and I think that's why people like what's the name of this sports guy you guys have been talking about this whole time? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> who? Tom Brady? Oh, is that right?
0: Whoever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
2: That was Justin, doesn't, Justin doesn't want us to talk about Tom Brady because <laughs> he
1: touches on his idol. I know. I know. Go I was, ahead. I, was te- <laughs> I could remember the name. So, but see, he. The reason why I think we push back against that is because we still have this view in our culture of like the people who don't toot their own horn or they don't. Um, so no, Byron Nelson never wrote a book about how he missed golf because he didn't want to miss church. Or, you know, he never talked about that. He refused to talk about it. It was something other people said about him. Hmm. And they'd ask him about it, and he would said, well, you know, we don't... You know, he just... It was like that older generation's desire. And I think they were more rooted in community to not draw attention to themselves, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's like why people admire George H.W. Bush, who's in the news a lot right now, because he's of that older generation that didn't toot their own horn and and we compare that with like politicians today who seem to be all about that and i think that football it's weird for us to see people on tv you know obviously all about themselves and the big win and you know i'm so great and then thank you jesus for making me this way that's the thing that i think at least that's what gets me about it I, as I've reflected on it, because I couldn't tell you in the first episode why that bothered me so much, you know? <laughs> but now I think that's it, because it just seems like it goes against what I was taught, you know, or what we used to hold up as a value. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, now I've got Bagger Vance in my <laughs> <laughs> mine
1: too well i'm i don't <laughs> want to make it about golf i'm just saying I that know, you know, i know there are, i'm sure there are, i know there are examples in baseball like that i know there' are examples in football like that it just seems like there's not any today right. and golf either i mean our whole culture has become so focused on self-promotion maybe it's social media maybe it's <laughs> What do you Pride mean we're recording a podcast right now?
0: <laughs> you know, well, I, don't, I hope this isn't about promoting us. You know? Well, you're right. It's not. It absolutely is not. And that's an interesting thing because it, it you get into it, and, and, and unless someone knows your heart, um, just as you said with Byron Nelson, then all we, we may be peddling ourselves. Um, and, um, you know, our hope is the... Um, uh, the gospel is overall. Right. Um, and, and so, um, and we look at it and try and share it in a way that, um, that what we have learned for ourselves and from others and and so on. Uh, but, it, but, you know, I mean, it's not like we don't go on and advertise on Facebook or do whatever to get that word out there. So, uh, but no, I, I, I don't think it's, I don't sit around and go, man, I hope that I'm, you know, number one in podcast or anything like that. Um, so no, it's it's I, you know what Tom, you gave us. I, I think you gave us a lot to think about. And since we are out of time, um, I think there's more um, that I'd like to talk about on this kind of subject because there's just more areas in sports I'd like to hit on. So let's pause and we'll pick up in another episode, and that'll give us us and our listeners time to think about these things. Good stuff, Tom. Thanks for playing host today. Hey, I did not play host. <laughs> All right. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thank you for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go onto iTunes and give us a review, please.